I've heard it said only 3% of the population are bad people. This would seem like good news to most people. If you were to meet 100 people on the street today, 97 of them would be good, honest, hard-working individuals. I, on the other hand, tend to see the glass as half empty. In a city of 1.2 million people, if 3% are bad, that means there are 36,000 bad people out there. When you consider the fact the city has just under 3,000 sworn police officers, you can see we are outnumbered at a rate of 12 to 1. My job is to even those numbers out just a bit. Some days I feel like I make good progress. On others, I am just as certain I am losing ground. While only seven minutes past eight in the morning, I already had the feeling today would not be a good experience. I got my first look at the new recruits as I walked across the impound yard. Two women and one man stood anxiously awaiting my arrival. I resisted the urge to flee back to my warm bed and a new edition of Sports Center. Instead, I smiled and nodded to the youngsters, not one of them having yet seen their 25th birthday. All three eager to do some real police work, to escape from the academy for a few days and show their true worth to the department. That would be the first thing I would have to change. Good morning, I said, reaching the group. I am Lieutenant Marcus Bear. I will be your instructor for the next eight days. You have each been selected from your class at the academy to take part in the rapid advancement program. The commissioner wants to know if any of you have the potential of becoming a quality detective. If so, you will be enrolled in advanced training classes and your movement up to the rank of detectives will be greatly accelerated. Personally, I don't hold out a lot of hope for the program, but then the commissioner didn't ask my opinion. The revelation I fully expected them to fail showed in their expressions. It was always the first sign of who might have a chance and who I may as well send packing before we break for lunch. The lone male of the group, Greg Withers, looked downright pissed off at the news. Jennifer Locke, the handsome blonde, looked hurt, while Renee Baker had a look of shock and disbelief. My first impression told me Jennifer was too emotional and would not take criticism well. I knew from her resume she was an intelligent person, but book smarts would only take her so far. Right or wrong, the fact she had a great figure would also be a problem. People assume a woman with nice cleavage got the assignment based on that fact alone. Despite the laws to protect her, she would still be the victim of sexist scum both within and outside the department. Being attractive and sexy can be helpful and fun in a lot of areas, but in others, it can still be a problem. I would call Renee attractive as well, but she has a tomboy look that will help divert some of the comments and stereotyping. If I read her correctly, and I am rarely wrong, her expression came from the disbelief we would waste her time. If we didn't feel she could succeed in the program, then why not let her continue with her normal studies? A fair question, an understandable attitude. But if she were going to make it very far in the department, she had better get used to people wasting her time. For the next eight days, we will work on a case together, and at the end of that time, I will turn in an evaluation of your prospect of becoming a detective. This is a trial program, and its sole purpose is to identify potential, I told them. I stared across the impound yard towards several rows of cars. Auto theft is up 38% in the last three months. They aren't stealing compact economy cars either. 
To compound the problem, car thieves are told what cars to steal, but not how to get them. Carjackings are up, and people are getting hurt. I'm sure you all saw the report of the young mother getting tossed out of her car with her three-month-old daughter in the back seat. She died of head injuries a day later, and the little girl is still undergoing treatment. They caught the guy who did it, but there are plenty more out there just like him. Our job is to see if we can't persuade a few of these individuals to take up another profession. I stopped in front of a badly damaged blue sedan. Also there was Chuck Degree, the impound manager. I shook Chuck's hand and turned back to my entourage. There are a number of ways to catch a car thief. You can stake out a parking garage and wait for someone to boost a car. The fact most thieves can get in a locked car faster than the owner can with a key makes this a somewhat daunting task. It is also very boring, and you will normally only catch the actual car thief, not the person running the operation, I said. So we are going to set ourselves a little trap.